Welcome to my canning cellar, episode 21, squash relish and a link to a great zucchini crisp recipe. I had been looking at the three yellow crooked neck squash and the one zucchini squash that had been relaxing in my fridge for about 10 days. I finally decided it was time for them to earn their keep. So I looked up recipes for squash relish and I found some and then I kind of made up my own using what was on hand. This was going to be done on the water bath cycle and the recipe was a two-day process and I had to be sure there would be room in my fridge for a large bowl. My equipment altogether was a large bowl with cover, my food processor, and I had rarely used my food processor before I started my canning journey, but it does make for a lot less work. And my food processor from years ago is still packed away with missing parts. So I had bought two different size vintage processors at my local thrift store for under six bucks each. I also needed a paring knife, a cutting board, my large stainless steel stock pot, a wooden spatula, a silicone daisy, the stovetop water bath canner, a bunch of eight ounce jelly jars, one pint jar, and one jelly jar from store-bought jelly, lids and rings, a canning funnel, debubbler, my mid pot holders, jar remover, and a small pot with hot water to keep my lids in before using, along with a slotted spoon, a dish towel, vinegar, and a paper towel. I actually used probably three dish towels and a couple of dishcloths because, as I've said before, I am a messy canner. I also grabbed a ladle. These are the ingredients I used. And even though I changed a couple of the ingredients up here and there, I made sure to keep the sugar and the vinegar ratio the same as what I had seen on other recipes. So what I used was 10 cups of chopped yellow summer squash and zucchini squash mixed together, two large onions chopped, mixed colored peppers to equal about one large chopped, and these I had in the freezer and I just pulled them out, six tablespoons of canning salt, four cups of white sugar, three cups apple cider vinegar, one tablespoon of dill seed, one tablespoon of ground mustard, one tablespoon of ground turmeric, one half teaspoon ground nutmeg, and one half teaspoon of pepper. Using my food processor, I chopped the summer squash and the zucchini, the two onions, and the peppers into uniform small pieces. And now that I'm looking ahead to entering canned goods in September's Tunbridge Fair, I made sure they were as uniform as possible so they would look good to the judges. Then I tossed everything together in a bowl and let them set in the refrigerator overnight. All the recipes I had looked at either said drain for two hours or drain overnight. The next morning I drained them as the recipes called for, although there was nothing really to drain. The squash mixture was all nice and dry. But I did rinse them and then I had to wait for the water to drain out. But then I reread the recipe and saw an error. I was supposed to have added the salt to the squash mixture and let that all set overnight. So I just added the salt and let it set for a couple of hours. Then I rinsed, drained, rinsed again, and I kept rinsing until I couldn't taste any salt. And I added two hours to my overall time because I neglected to read every word of the recipes that I had borrowed from. 
After I had realized my salt omission error, I googled to see if it was absolutely necessary to even add the salt. And I couldn't really decide if they were saying yes or no, so I just did it anyway. My error, my time. While I was waiting for the water to drain for the last time, I pulled out my large stainless steel stock pot and I combined the sugar, vinegar, the dill seed, ground mustard, the turmeric, the nutmeg and the pepper, and I brought that all to a boil. And I used a wooden spatula to stir it down occasionally. The sugar tended to make the mixture stick a bit to the sides of the pot, which is where my silicone daisy was used. Then I added the squash mixture and I let it come back to a boil. I reduced the heat and I let it simmer for about 15 minutes. I used my canning funnel and ladle to fill all my hot jars, leaving a half inch headspace. I ended up with the store jelly jar, the pint canning jar, and eight eight ounce jelly jars. After filling the jars, I used my bubble tool to not only remove the bubbles, but also to adjust the headspace because sometimes the debubbling can cause some of the mixture to settle down and you want to make sure you have the right amount of headspace. I wiped the rims down as I usually do with a vinegar cloth, put on the lids and I finger tightened the rings. I water bathed these for 20 minutes, making sure the hot water covered the tops of the jars by at least two inches. My elevation is over a thousand feet above sea level, which is why I did it for 20 minutes. I had read that the 20 minutes would be for pints, but whenever I use mixed size jars, I always go by the most time needed. I removed the jars about 10 minutes after they were done processing, which meant the 20 minute timing started after it came to a rolling boil. And I left them alone on the canning table until the next day when I checked to make sure they had each sealed. Now I said I used a jelly jar from store-bought jelly. The reason I did this was an experiment. This jelly jar had the type of lid that had the push down middle button, similar to regular canning lids. I've read online many times that a lot of people use these jars when they do a water bath item. So I figured I would try it. And if it didn't seal, it wasn't a big deal. I would just put it in the refrigerator. And the reason I used one pint jar is because I don't know which size I'll enter at the fair. I'll either enter the pint or one of the regular canning jelly jars. I guess it'll depend on which jar looks the best. But my mixture of yellow, green, white, and red is really quite pretty, no matter what jar it's in. So a few weeks ago, I decided to try a zucchini crisp recipe, which is not canning, but it's all so good. No one who tried it guessed that it was not the usual apple crisp. I will put the link to the recipe in the show notes. Have you ever heard the old adage, keep your car doors locked during squash harvesting time, because your neighbors need to get rid of lots of squash. Well, you won't have any fear with this colorful, tasty relish and cinnamony, gooey, yummy zucchini crisp because you'll have these two ideas already up your sleeve. Thanks again for coming to my canning cellar. Talk soon. Stay safe.